Hey there, everybody. Do you love to travel and learn about new places? Great, and you are in the right place. Join Jasmine the cat and Gracie the tortoise as they have fun traveling the beautiful United States and learning lots of cool new facts. Hey there, friends. It's Jasmine, the jazzy gray cat, right here with my BFF Gracie, the super smart tortoise. Say hi, Gracie. Greetings, my good friends. It's Gracie here. Are you ready to explore Nebraska, the 37th state? The capital is Lincoln, and the largest city is Omaha. I know that Nebraska means flat water, and that's how Native Americans describe the Platte River, which runs through the state. The state is also nicknamed the Cornhusker State. A cornhusker is someone who takes the outside leaves or husks off the corn cobs. I wonder if there are any cornhusking contests here. Probably. I don't think I would win. I think it's really hard to get that silky stuff off the corn. Yes, that is hard to do. The name was originally used by the University of Nebraska's football team, and since Nebraska grows a lot of corn, the name was perfect for the state, too. You're right, Gracie. It's the perfect nickname. Because of the great soil here, most of Nebraska is farms and ranches and is in a part of the country called the breadbasket of America. I'm not a big sandwich cat, but I know people like them. I prefer just the meat. Jazzy, this area of the country is called the breadbasket, not because they bake a lot of bread, but because here farmers grow most of the wheat that's used to bake our bread. Oh, I get it. How about some history, Gracie? Glad to. Native Americans were here when both the Spanish and the French came in the 1500s. Both groups did some exploring, but didn't really stay. Nebraska became part of the U.S. with the Louisiana Purchase. Many people came here in covered wagons on the Oregon Trail to find a better life. Ooh, we explored the Oregon Trail in Oregon. Did the settlers find a better life? Some did, and some didn't. Coming to a wilderness is never easy. Especially if you don't have a cute blue camper. I want to share about some cool animals that live here. When the Native Americans lived here, there were herds of bison or buffalo, but most of them were killed by the pioneers. That's very sad. But now some bison live at Fort Niabra Wildlife Preserve. I hope they're happy there. Also, I'm going to look for pronghorns. Did you know they're related to giraffes? Pronghorns are also the second fastest land mammals, after cheetahs. They can run up to 60 miles an hour. That is super fast. We might also see antelopes, coyotes, jackrabbits, and prairie dogs. Prairie dogs are so cute when they stand up on their hind legs and look around. When prairie dogs are standing like that, they're often checking for danger. When they sense any danger, they will bark to alert the rest of the group, which is called a coterie. They bark? Like dogs? prairie dogs. Hmm. Another cool animal found here is Archie. He's the biggest mammoth skeleton on display anywhere. He lives at the University of Nebraska State Museum in Lincoln. And get this, he was found by chickens. Really? How fascinating. Tell me more. Well, these chickens were pecking at some white minerals at their farm. And the farmer thought, hey, let me get them some more. And he started digging into the hill. Well, then, he was amazed to discover Archie's jaws and teeth right there in the hill. Of course, no one knows if his name really was Archie. I guess he looked like an Archie because that's what he's called now. Anyway, he is super famous and even has T-shirts with his picture on it. 
He truly is a giant at over 14 feet. Come on over to the map, Gracie, so we can find Nebraska and get going. I found it. Right here with South Dakota on the north, Iowa and Missouri on the east, Wyoming in the west, Kansas in the south, and Colorado on the south and west. That's a lot of states. Now into my princess bed and we are off. I already have my famous person, Gerald Ford, our 38th president. He is the only president who was not elected to be either president or vice president. He became president after Richard Nixon left the office of president. You always try to find a president. My famous person is Red Cloud, an important leader and warrior of the Ugala Lakota tribe. He stood up to the government for the rights of the Native Americans to be able to live peacefully in the West. I am sad to say that he did not win and the white pioneers moved in. He was a very brave man. Yes, he was. Now it's time to get out and stretch our legs at our very first stop in western Nebraska, Scott's Bluff. We are at part of the Oregon Trail called Chimney Rock. This 300-foot-tall, skinny stone tower is made of volcanic ash and clay and is called a hoodoo. Hoodoo? That's a funny name. Come on, friends, say it with me. Hoodoo. It looks just like a rock tower on top of a hill. Yes, it does. A hoodoo is a vertical pile of rock layers. The oldest layer of rock in Chimney Rock is 34 million years old. Travelers going west were happy to see Chimney Rock because it meant they were going in the right direction. Well, that was important since there were no Google Maps. Did you know there is graffiti on the rock? People would carve their names in the rock to let others know they had gone by. We really can't see the names anymore because the wind has worn them away. Isn't it fun here in the visitor center to learn about what it was like to travel in a covered wagon? It sure is. But you know, after putting the sacks of sugar, rice, water, and other things needed for that long trip into the wagon, there's not much room for anything else. Those travelers certainly had a tough trip. It definitely wasn't easy, and sometimes the trail was hard to find. There weren't any road signs, and the pioneers would look for natural features like Chimney Rock and our next stop, Scott's Bluff National Monument. I see it, Gracie, just like the real pioneers. Since it is 800 feet tall, it is kind of hard to miss sticking up out of the flat prairie. Not only did the followers of the Oregon Trail look for Scott's Bluff, but so did people following the California Trail, the Mormon Trail, and Pony Express riders. Those Pony Express riders were serious about delivering the mail. Look! There is the Platte River. This is such a beautiful yet lonely place out here on the prairie. The sky is so big and blue, and there aren't many trees like at home in Pennsylvania. I think maybe I might get a little lonely out here. It is a landscape that is hauntingly beautiful. When pioneers reached Scott's Bluff, they had traveled only one-third of the over 2,000-mile journey to Oregon and also knew that the journey up ahead would be even harder as they had to go over the mountains. Over there, Gracie, is a covered wagon all ready to go. The wagons were also called prairie schooners because with the white cloth tops on the wagons, they looked just like ships sailing across the prairie. Yes, they did. Now I believe I would like a break from the great outdoors. Let's head to Omaha, Nebraska's biggest city. Great idea. I want to visit Bob. Bob? Jasmine, I didn't know you knew anyone here in Nebraska. 
Oh, Gracie, Bob is not a person. Bob is a bridge. Here we are on Bob, otherwise known as the Bob Carey Pedestrian Bridge. It's a 3,000-foot-long bridge, or as Bob likes to say, magic trick, because he is suspended in the air by just cables and two really tall towers. He connects Nebraska and Iowa and leads to lots of fun trails. We need to stand right here at this spot where Nebraska and Iowa meet. Now we are bobbing because we are in two places at the same time, Nebraska and Iowa. Take a picture. Only one last thing to do. Find Omar. Omar? Now who is Omar? Another bridge? No, Gracie. Omar is Bob's troll. Every bridge needs a troll. Of course. Why didn't I think of that? Look down there. I see him. He is a beautiful shade of blue, just like our camper. Come on, let's get our picture taken with him, Gracie. He is so cute. Now, it's your turn to pick a place to explore. It will be hard to beat Bob, but I would like to go to the Henry Dorley Zoo and Aquarium. It's one of the world's top five zoos. Sounds good. Let's explore. The zoo is very large, with the Desert Dome, Lide Jungle Forest, Scott Aquarium, and Alaskan Adventure Spray Park, where we can play among sea lions and whale sculptures. Let's start in the Desert Dome, which is the world's largest geodesic dome. There are three deserts separated by a 55-foot mountain in the middle. Look at all of the red sand in the Namib Desert. The sand is pretty, but let's stay far away from the inland taipan, the world's most poisonous land snake. Oh, Gracie, in the Desert Dome sunroom, look at all the cute baby reptiles. Even the inland taipan is cute as a baby. Babies are always cute. Here in the Kingdom of the Night, a nocturnal or nighttime exhibit, the day and night cycles are reversed, so we can see animals who like to be out only at night. So even though it is really daytime for us, the animals think it is their nighttime and are wide awake. Oh, Gracie, what big eyes these animals have to help them see in the dark. Here in the Australian section, we can see wallabies and echidna. They are so darling. Yes, they are. Let's finish up at the Alaskan Adventures. This water area has some really fun sculptures to splash with. Gracie, the animal sculptures are spraying water and making animal sounds. I see a humpback whale with water coming from its fins, and its tail looks like it's going to go down under the water. It's just like being in Alaska. I agree, and over there I see some brown bears and orcas. What a fun place to play and learn about Alaska. Now how about we finish up our visit by exploring Carhenge. Carhenge? What is that? I think you will enjoy it, Jazzy. Carhenge is a replica of Stonehenge, but made out of cars. I know what Stonehenge is. It's a prehistoric circle of huge rocks in southern England. No one is really sure why Stonehenge was built. That's right, Jazz. Carhenge is in alliance and was created by Jim Reinders. He used 38 cars to make a scale replica. He even painted them gray to look like the stones. Gracie, this is so cool. He took some cars and put them in the ground standing up and then put other cars on top of them. It looks like the cars and the trucks are driving around in a circle. 
This was a fun place to end our trip. And now it's time for home. Let's do car jokes. I'm first. What do you call it when a dinosaur gets in a car accident? I know this one, Jazzy. A Tyrannosaurus wreck. Nice work, Gracie. Now try to stump me. All right, here goes. What does a ghost do when he gets in the car? Gracie, you can't trick me. He puts on his sheet belt. That's right. We were both super smart today. Now my favorite place was seeing Chimney Rock and remembering all those brave pioneers. Good choice. But my favorite spot was Bob the Bridge and Omar the Troll in Omaha. Friends, don't forget to tell someone you love your favorite spot. And come back next time for Colorado. Bye now. Say goodbye, Gracie. Goodbye, my dear friends, and thanks for coming. See you next time. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining Jasmine and Gracie on their adventure today. Come back next week for the next one. Hello, everybody. It's Gwen here. If you want to know more about the places we visited, just go to our website, jasmineandgracie.podbean.com, and go to the sources page, and you can find out all about the great places that we visited. See you next week. Bye-bye.